This is a HeadGum Podcast. We are about to kick off this week's episode, but first we want to give a shout out to Audible. Angela and I are huge fans of Audible. Oh yeah, we took a road trip recently to the Audible headquarters. In Newark, New Jersey. All the way in Newark, New Jersey. It was cool though because first we took the subway to Dominique Ansel's and we got some cronuts, which apparently are very hard to come upon, but we went there at 9am. There were plenty of cronuts left. We got a yeah. cronut and we, we got, went to the we Audible We got two studio. each, actually. I ate two... <laughs> Cronuts at the Audible office. And we were at the Audible headquarters to record our audiobook. Yes. There's nothing like a belly full of Cronut while you're recording 30 chapters of a book. Oh my God. We did it basically in one day. We've got to do some pickups tomorrow, mm-hmm. but we each recorded 15 chapters. We are so excited for you to hear it. And guess what? It comes out March 15th and you can pre-order it right now on audible.com. But you want to know what's even cooler? If you don't have an Audible account, your first time you get a book is free. So you can get your first free audiobook for free. So make it our book. Get This Is Why You're Single for free. And if you already have an Audible account, then even more reason to get it. Yeah, you can walk around with us in your ears all day. I mean, clearly you guys like listening to podcasts. So listening to stuff is one of your favorite things yeah. to do, just like it is ours. Make it our book. Listen to our book. It's really effing funny. And we will read it to you. Yeah, it's like a little bedtime story. Exactly. So go to audible.com, get This Is Why Your Singles audiobook. Let us know what you think of it. And let's start the show. Woo! This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. This is why you're Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We're the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week here on the podcast, we break down a different reason why you're single. This week's reason is you can't get over your ex. Also on the lineup, we are talking about what's new in dating news, why the most highly confident college dudes have the least success in online dating, and why we never get over our first loves. Then we're going to dive into the mailbox to answer your listener questions. But first, we want to welcome this week's guest, who we are honored and beyond excited to have on the podcast. She's the author of My Boyfriend Wrote a Book About Me. She's written for My Name is Earl, Community, Happy Endings, Bad Teacher, and many other hit shows. And she's recently sold two shows, My Time, Your Time, to CBS. And let's pretend this never happened to ABC. Please welcome our girl crush, Hillary Winston. Thanks for being on the show. Hi. Thanks for having me. This is very exciting. Okay, so you are happily married now, but in your book's dedication page, I remember the last line of the book, you said, and finally, thank you to the guy I end up with who will read this book and still want to be with me. Good luck. I always want to know, did your husband read the book? (laughs) He did. Yeah. So I met him at a wedding, actually, um, just a little bit after the book came out. And it was one of those things where I was, you know, I had been doing like a lot of press talking about like all these like guys I'd been with and all these like sex stories. (laughs) And so at this wedding, I was telling people about this book and telling them about my ex and all the kind of stuff that you really shouldn't be talking about. On like a first date. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. But my husband is a unique man and I always felt like I needed that unique man to see through the hand job stories to, <laughs> um, the real sweet Hillary underneath right. and he saw that so he read the book before we I mean, we hooked up at that wedding and I thought this would be like a wedding hookup yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was living in New York I was living in LA and then he went home and he read the book uh, right away 
And then we were able to talk about it. And it was kind of how our relationship started was using the book as a jumping off point. I mean, that's kind of a nice icebreaker. I have to say, you don't have to like worry about, oh God, do I want to tell him about this thing that happened in my past? And as somebody who like savors like every moment of stalking somebody, the fact that it's all right there in a book must have been so nice. I know, exactly. It doesn't have to do a deep dive on Facebook, like just right there. I really wish that every guy I'd ever dated had written a book about all of their exes because it would have saved me so much time from online stalking. I know, for sure. And then, you know, my husband can just refer, like it's a pretty detailed table of contents, can just refer (laughs) to, oh, you know, what if I had some extra questions about (laughs) the guy who you took baths with and and like go and flip through and and then also i kind of have a disclaimer of just like you married me having read this book so yes anything you you have an issue with is on you totally oh my god yeah that's that's pretty smart (laughs) so when you were did you get to um take part in the whole tinder craze or you were married before i was married i did okay cupid so i was doing that and the last guy that i dated and embarrassed myself with was a guy that i met on okay cupid and there were two guys actually there was a guy i was in a relationship with who then dumped me um so i'm glad i got that in under the wire the same year i met my husband Um, and you know i did like drunken calling him after we broke up in a very civilized manner we broke up and then i had to get drunk and call and say like why would you do this to me and then (laughs) then of course called 10 minutes later to try the opposite take of like you know i'm cool we're cool i just think that this is a mistake and then call back 10 minutes later to be like you know what i'm not cool with this i'm actually really upset so (laughs) that was a guy i met on okay cupid and um then I met another guy okay, that was just fine, and I was dating him when I met my husband, and that is the only thing that my husband took issue with at all oh. was the overlap with oh. this guy because oh. it didn't really come out until after my husband and I had been together for like a year oh. that there was overlap. But were you that serious with the other guy? No, not at all. And that my that point happens. was just I'm a good person, so right. after I came back from this wedding hookup – I had to find a civilized way to go out with Mm -hmm. him and break it off, having just met this other guy. But he was just, at that point, a wedding hookup. Yeah. Did you break it off in person? Um, I did break it off in person, but I kind of did that shitty thing where we just went out and I tried to, like, not have a very good time. And No, that's not even shitty, honestly. That's better than ghosting. Yes, that's true. Like, I like that. Strategy. I feel like that's a smart move because it's almost like you're trying to be nice. You're like, if I had the best time and we and I was so much fun, then you would be that'd be harder on you when I break it off because you'd be like, wait, I don't want to, I don't want you to break it off of me. We just had so much fun and you're this awesome girl. You're like, look, I'm a shitty girl. Yeah, like, I'm the funny. most not fun. I complain about everything. Like, see, you can't be that sad. Like, I'm doing you a favor by breaking this off. Exactly. That so was a strategy. I think that's really nice of you. I mean, thank mm-hmm. you. I'm pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> pretty brilliant. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think that's a good plan. Guys, if you want to break up with somebody, just like be really shitty so then they won't be so sad. Well, also, he kind of saw the writing on the wall because before I went to this wedding where I ended up meeting my husband, he had really pressured me to be exclusive Ooh. before I left for the wedding. Uh, and I knew I was going to this really fun wedding in Colorado like, with like, like lots of single after the people. Weekend, right? Yeah. And I just kind of thought, I don't, you know, want to be put in that situation. And he, of course, didn't want me to be in that situation. Mm. So mm. see, I have a history of going out with people when they've broken up with their girlfriends. Go they go out with me. And then they get back with that oh. girlfriend and marry them. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> I have that's happened with two guys I've gone out <laughs> you, with. You I'm, like, I'm glad that it. I was so shitty that yeah. you instantly ran back into the arms of your ex girlfriend and then 
and then immediately locked that shit down. Yeah, they're like, I've seen what's out there. <laughs> and it is not. And it's Laura Lane. And it's Laura Lane. And it is not fun. And please, will you marry me? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's happened to me twice. It, within like the span of a year. I was like, was I really that bad? I thought we had a fun time on both of those dates, too. I don't know. Maybe you're just like prepping them for married life, though. I don't know. I, like, okay, I feel I've like those women skills. owe you. They do. Yeah. I know. I always wonder. I'm like, do they know? Do those girls know that like I'm the catalyst? They probably then, like, you they don't care their boyfriend back into their arms they should be thanking me where are my flowers um okay we okay the show you currently create is about long distance relationships when you're away from your current boo your husband are you like a skype facetime gchat snapchat or text message girl i think now that we're married we're text messaging but when we started dating and he was in new york and i was in la so we were skyping all the time and it was very strange because you get really close to somebody over skype and yeah. you're talking about like really personal stuff the same way it was when you were kind of in junior high like talking to a guy on the phone and then you mm-hmm. would see him at school the next day and it'd be really embarrassing <laughs> the same thing would happen was when i would see my husband after we hadn't seen each other in a couple weeks and we've been skyping and everything there was always that really awkward like 30 minute car ride from the airport where you yeah. just how do we get past small talk to big talk because it felt like there was a lot of that uh, but now when we're away we just text and send pictures and this actually reminds me I had kind of forgotten about this but Nick my current husband my current my only husband my first husband that yeah. came out really weird no my husband who I love very much hi um, <laughs> when we had gone out and then almost immediately it was like Christmas we had gone out of few times and so he went to cleveland and i'm jewish so i was just home hanging out in new york and we skyped or maybe it was like it was some kind of video thing and i remember he gave me a tour of his house on the computer and i remember it being like weirdly so romantic i bet yeah Yeah. and there was like construction in his house but he gave me like a tour and then we like he like cut out something and in a, like a piece of paper and a heart and like held it up to the computer and it was just crazy to think how romantic something can be on a screen you know because yeah. we think of it as we think of screens as being so impersonal now but I remember all that that like whole week he was home in Cleveland was like I think when we like really fell for each other and it was the week when we were apart and we were just talking over video yeah it's so intimate yeah it really can be I remember when there was a hurricane my husband was in the North Fork with his family and there was a hurricane and he was Skyping me until we like they like lost power oh, and you know no. it was like so dramatic <laughs> and I was just in scary. like yeah. I was just in like beautiful sunny LA perfect weather yeah. and they're in the middle of a hurricane yeah. like please don't die I really like you yeah exactly <laughs> I was like stay away from falling trees yeah, <laughs> yeah falling trees that is like the scariest thing thing. yeah um so we uh we met you by blindly messaging you on facebook thank you for answering yes thank Um, you do you ever get weird messages from guys like like community fanboys that are in love with you or anything have you ever gotten that you know, not so much. What I've really gotten a lot is from my book is that people had dated my ex-boyfriend who oh. wrote the book about me. Oh, I've been contacted oh. by a, a lot of women. Wow. But, and it's sad because I kind of feel like as soon as somebody gets broken up with by this guy, they contact me because then they read my book. Because before, when they're dating him, they think, oh, this girl's crazy. Right. Like, what she's saying is, like, so not right. He's the best. And yeah. he's so cool. And he's always going to be so cool. And I'm always going to think he's great until he breaks up with him in a heartless, cold manner. <gasps> then they read my book and are like, she is so right about everything. Do, you, do they, they usually like, wait until he breaks up with them to read the book? Or do they read it while they're going out with him and they just think, like, oh, she doesn't know what she's talking about? I'm not sure. I mean, who could resist? I know. I, th- I would think they would be curious enough to read a little bit, but I think they're reading 
reading it thinking like, oh, he's not like this with me. I mean, right. we, all, we all do that. We've uh-huh. all dated that guy who we saw how he treated his last girlfriend. It's like, yeah, but that's because she was, there was something weird there. And Which right. is never the case. It's never yeah. the case. People, there's a pattern there. with people. Yeah, for sure. So then they email me for answers and want to get together. And I've really had to tell the girls, like, I just can't offer them anything because... Yeah. You're like, everything is in the book, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, I just, it's been so long since I was with that guy and my experiences were when I was so young and I just feel yeah. like whatever they're looking for and they're heartbroken, I just don't think I can provide them with any healing from yeah. that. Also, it's kind of on them. You had an entire book that was like a big fat warning. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I know. Like, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. You, you would also think that this guy, after he has like this reputation, would be a little more careful in how he treats people. Yeah. I guess not. I don't think he can help himself. Yeah. As, as most guys are. Have you ever yeah. been contacted by like a one of your former exes? 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 No, without I I would love that. I know. I'm, I'm <laughs> would you want to get together? Out, <laughs> would you want to get together? With kind somebody? of only. Well, with me, like when I break up with people, they fall off the face of the planet generally, and then like I don't know what happens to them. So I would just be like, "Oh, they're alive. Let's talk about that. Great. Yeah. Let's talk, let's talk <laughs> um, about how they're alive. Good to know they have a pulse." And you were like, "Please tell me they're not as successful as me." Right. Yeah. Just <laughs> checking. The first question. Uh, yeah. yeah, we were talking about that. Well, we'll talk, yeah, how we're like. I mean, we want the best for our exes, but do we? <laughs> yeah. You know, you want them to do well enough that you can be like, yeah, actually, I dated that guy who yes. wrote that cool right. article or, you know, created mm-hmm. this TV show or did that, whatever. Totally. So you can be like, oh, yeah, like, I'm good enough to get a guy like that. But then you don't want them to be more successful than you. you right. know, a couple and you don't guys I've dated really happy. got, like, way more famous after we, like, hooked up. And I do kind of think it's They get like, married and they get famous. They get married they and they get famous. So, like... I guess you're like a Blarney it's Stone. A, it's a of shame. Women. I know. It's a shame that I'm already married, guys, because otherwise everyone should be trying to hook up with yeah, me because really? clearly yeah. great things happen after you date me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess it is kind of like. I feel guilty about it, but it's like weird bragging rights, right? Kind of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, totally. I, in my book, you know, I talk about how I hooked up with a guy who became really famous, you know, after we hooked up. And it is like a source of, you have like a little like chip, you know? Yeah. Or you see him on a magazine cover, you're like, yep, I one time hit that. Yeah. Well, it's, like, <laughs> it's like knowing about a band before they get famous. You're like, yeah, yeah I knew them before they were cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It gives you some kind of cred. Right. For sure. Um, another one of my favorite quotes in your book is when you wrote about how you interned at the White House and you said how um, Clinton, he didn't look at you twice. All you got was a lousy tote bag and a box of M&Ms with the presidential seal on them. And how you're, I'm not, you said, I'm not going to lie. My feelings were a little hurt after the Lewinsky scandal broke. Have you ever thought about writing a political comedy? Um, I haven't. I, you know, I would probably be more interested in it now that it's been so long since I lived in mm-hmm. D.C. I think that when I was living in D.C. and, and involved even tangentially in politics, yeah. I just kind of got sick of it. But that's interesting. Maybe I would re-explore that. Yeah, I feel like like the next Veep is going to be written by Hillary Winston. Maybe. I mean, it was definitely a really interesting experience being an intern and especially being there when Monica Lewinsky was there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's been so long since the Lewinsky scandal. I feel like they're why is how is there not a tv show just about white house interns you know i when i first moved out here that's like my favorite one of my favorite characters you know when i first moved out here i really wanted to do that i was like oh i'm gonna sell a show based on this and then i was like oh okay i guess i need to do a million things before anybody will listen to why i want to sell a show to them so so maybe now's Uh, the time yeah maybe (laughs) you're right i would watch Mm. it all right guys it is time to talk about what's in the news 
Angela, what have you been reading about? Actually, I've been reading a very relevant article to what we were just talking about. Um, it was in the Washington Post for, uh, in the Soloish. Com- we love the Soloish. Soloish. Um, it was called "Why We Never uh, Really Get Over Our First Love" by Ellen McCarthy. What'd she say? She What's the said reason? she interviewed a bunch of psychologists. And I love um, how many notes you take. You I all, take notes. You always take. I mean, I want to be very accurate. <laughs> you do so much research on, on why, your news stories. <laughs> on why none of us are over our first loves, allegedly. Um, so basically, the general consensus was it's like skydiving. You very vividly remember the first time you do it, but you're not going to remember like the 10th time you've done it. Mm. I've never skydived, but I get that. I have. Metaphor. But only once, so okay. I can't vouch for that. <laughs> for that analogy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they said it's also, it usually happens at a time when your hormones are kind of raging so everything just feels magnified mm-hmm. like if you think about like when you like got a bad grade on a test when you were younger it was like the end of the world but now nobody has Who the cares? strength to care about anything as adults um, you also get a memory bump between the ages of 15 and 26 and that means that mm-hmm. you recall memories in a more positive way because you've had time to like Ooh. rehash them and replay them and like that makes so much sense because yeah. I can't remember what happened to me last week, but then sometimes I'm thinking about stuff that happened to me in high school and college and I just get so nostalgic. I'm like, right. oh God, whatever happened to Well, yeah, you like glamorize it. Yes, it is glamorous. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm talking about, I was talking about that trip I went on with my ex when he took me away to Tijuana and I told my friend I was spending <laughs> the night at- romantic. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my God, I was such a bad child. And I told my friend I was spending the night at Becky Wise, the student body president's house. And instead I went with my like senior boyfriend to Tijuana, probably like, definitely could have been murdered like most definitely we we stayed in like some janky hotel and for whatever reason my head is like that trip was so spontaneous (laughs) and fun (laughs) like i mean i'm sure it was like are you kidding me we stayed in like the grossest place ever like i was drunk we were in some i was like drunk i was 17 like i should not have been there i I might not even been 17 i was probably like 15 i I was like it was you make me not want to have children i I make myself not want to have children terrifying if they're gonna be anything like me uh but yeah i like glamorized that trip my whole life but then when i really think about the details i'm like that trip was horrifying well that's why it's always bad when you try to go back like i tried to hook up with a guy when i was an adult who i had dated when i was 15 and i just always thought you know what this was the guy this was the guy i was supposed to end up with and then we had a horrible like make out and then we went to this motel room and i didn't have my credit card and because i was staying (laughs) with my parents and we were and it was just like a hotel room with like magic fingers because i had stayed there one time in high school Mm. and then we went and had sex in his car on the beach and it was just so terrible and then he was like i love you and I was like, what? Whoa. Oh my God. I, know. I was like, what? Okay, I'm glad to hear that that, that it works both ways. That, like, it's yeah. not that just that like girls glamorize their first loves. It's like goes both no, ways. No, we both had done it and we both thought, oh my gosh. And we thought we were having this like crazy romantic being swept up. And then it was just like, no, this is terrible. And this guy <laughs> stayed and, you know, I don't want to say exactly identifying details of him but yeah you know became a professional in our hometown and i moved away to los angeles we have we're so different i yeah, mean there was right. no when we were 15 we didn't have some secret recipe to right. love Although, i will tell you the article did say a lot of people that get will get back together with their first love and as long as there's no other like if they're not involved with somebody else, as long as there's like no reason that they can't be together, like it said, seventy percent of the time it works out. I oh, think. Really? really? So I should Which be going good. back to those. So I was going to well, say the one the Wow, I was going to say the one way to like get over your first love if you still have it is to like go out with them as an adult because that 
then that 15 to 26 age range thing won't apply to you anymore. You won't glamorize it. Well, apparently not. I'll never be able to do that because I just, I I was telling you before I found out my first year's boyfriend got married the other day. Like I just stumbled upon pictures while I was actually packing uh, to come out here to LA. We're in LA, by the way, you guys, Um, we're we're recording from the headgum (laughs) headquarters at Jake and Amir's house. But I literally like, I was supposed to be packing and then I found it. And I just like dropped my suitcase and I had to send pictures to everyone that I know of the wedding. Of so course, course. I was like five hours <laughs> yeah. behind unpacking. I just. But you still got to the airport like two hours early. Well, that's because I'm used to being late for things <laughs> and I didn't want you to murder me. I hadn't even left and Angela texted me. She's like, I'm at the airport. I was like, what are you doing at the airport? I'm still at my apartment. I had a lovely morning <laughs> sipping tea yeah. at the JetBlue terminal. I appreciated your promise. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I found so pictures. So that's it for that guy. Well, then. that's the thing. I was like, I think that deep down I always thought he was going to like come out of the woodwork and be like, listen, I love you. And I would be like, no, it can't be. <laughs> maybe that'll this, still happen but it's less never likely be. yeah so i'm pretty bummed about that yeah i'm feeling sad do you <laughs> think first love means the person that you were first in love with or the person that you both had a mutual love with that's such well, a good question because i don't think anybody that i've been with until my husband like it was mutual, mutual I same <laughs> exactly i, I think agree. i always liked them more or maybe or they like me like i don't think it was i don't think i did it anybody where it was mutual yes. yeah. <laughs> and i feel like that's I, who knows what being in love really is but i feel like Barf. i feel like it has to be mutual for it to really be like you're in love and yeah. i'm the same like i've never been like mutually in love with somebody until my current relationship so but, I, but you still have like an attachment to the first person you're like yeah the first one i had like a huge crush on i still like i still like sometimes facebook stalk them and see what yeah. they're up to and I, they definitely don't think about me ever. <laughs> like, there's no way they like don't even think about me. The my first boyfriend ever married the girl he started dating right after me, who I hated because mm-hmm. I wanted to get back together with him, and I was really young. He was in college, and I was 16. And he met her in college, and who would think that they would end up still being together yeah. all those years? So now she's like a really nice person. I really like her, and you know, I've moved on. They have had kids and stuff, but it was just so funny that she was the girl I like hated. Where I was like, well, I don't know what he sees in her. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, so, yeah. Like, boring, and the, 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 and then now they're still together, and they were at my wedding. <laughs> oh wow! wow. Yeah. Does she know that you felt that way? She has to assume that, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, but it's also then it's been so long. You kind yeah. of forget who you hated sometimes. Do you ever see? somebody from like high school or college and then you kind of have this pleasant interaction and then you remember that you hated them yes yeah. i know sometimes i i think back on people i'm like i'm like wait do i like you or do i not and i have to like yeah. remember whether i liked them or not or people i haven't right. seen for a while like sometimes for absolutely no reason i have either bad feelings towards them or good it's like it's like there's like a red glowing light and like a blue glowing light <laughs> and and there's, auras. yeah there's yeah. like there's no reason for it but yeah it's weird it's like i want my exes to be happy but then part of me hopes that they like are all still single forever right. and reminisce about the time that was with laura same yeah <laughs> that's yeah, because we're horrible people want that. You want that. <laughs> um do you want to know what i've been reading about yeah what's your new story okay so this is a story in new york magazine written by melissa Dahl about how most highly confident young men have the least success in online dating now this i found really interesting because um so this was a study that was done by Carne- carnegie mellon university and they they tracked something on OkCupid. But basically, if you're an adult and you're confident, that 
was beneficial to to uh, getting people to respond to you and having longer conversations. But for like college age men, the confidence worked against them. And I guess the theory is maybe that because they don't have the accolades to support their ego yet, that like girls kind of see right through it and they kind of liked the more like self-deprecating guys. I just found that really interesting that there's like this like age range to where if you're in the young age range, having too much confidence when you're messaging a girl online will hurt you. And then when you get older, that that helps you. Or maybe like you get beaten down so much in life that it like <laughs> yeah, weeds out the people maybe. so that by the time you're an adult, if you are self, if you still have any ego left, like it's worthy <laughs> unless you're like those like, you know, there's always those like right. douchey guys that have confidence and they, they well, should. Well, it's like but, an unearned yeah. confidence at that point, I guess. Yeah. Sometimes you're just kind of tired. Like you reach it. Like when you're single, there's a point where you're just like tired and you're really excited when a guy like messages you or something and just says like, when am I taking you out? And you know, on a good day when you're feeling like really good about yourself and you have like a bunch of messages in your yeah. inbox, you're like, uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Yes. But then when you haven't met anybody like, and right. you're like, oh, well, at least he's, he's <laughs> I like that he's so forward. Yeah. <laughs> right. I was trying to think back to college. Like I do think most of the guys were pretty like they're they're all like overly confident they like were totally college cocky. dudes right yeah. like all of them i, I liked even... all those guys yeah i know we were talking about that earlier i was like i went for like the worst like fratty like confident guys and co- what was wrong with me yeah, i liked the nerds yeah that were a little self-deprecating i liked the nerdy confident guys oh well those sexy nerds they, they like yeah. they do sexy like the nerds. self-deprecation thing but yeah deep down they think they're this shit yeah. that's actually the worst kind of that's worse yeah. than like the like douchey frat guy yeah because at least he is what he is Right, like but then and the sexy, confident nerd then is also getting so many more girls than you think, and you think yes. I discovered them. Yeah, yes. and exactly. then like, no, I did not discover them. Yeah. <laughs> Every single girl is like, I think I discovered him. That was like, yeah, my niche for a while was that guy. So like online, day, like it wasn't really around when I was in college, but I was trying to think like even in person to person interactions. Like, did you guys go for the you you went for the confident guy and not the self deprecating? kind of guy in you know college. i guess i went for both because i think you're kind of playing around with like what you like i remember yeah. dating a guy from my like sketch comedy group who was such a dick to me i mean such a <laughs> oh, dick like no. left me on valentine's day like in a bar with his friends because he was like you know what i just don't do valentine's day oh god and i think he's this guy trying to be so unique like i don't do holidays i'm like above it yeah and he said his name in third person like doesn't do oh valentine's no. Day. Yeah. no yeah and he wore all of his clothes were from structure yeah. <laughs> yes yes but you continued to be into him after that or was that it were you no like, i was done? so into him uh, yeah. i just so haven't, there you I haven't learned yet i haven't yeah. learned yet you 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 were a statistic <laughs> you went for like the older guys in college. well yeah i didn't take college guys so i wouldn't know but they were <laughs> so cool but they were like a adult air quotes like losers but they were confident i guess they one lived in like his mother's basement oh god um, yeah. and had braces and he, <laughs> <laughs> so he was uh, like you dated like somebody that was an adult that wasn't in college that lived in his mom's basement with braces and yes. you were like that's what i want i was like i just like an older more mature man <laughs> um yeah so i mean but i guess uh, he was an a, adult with confidence yeah and i was into it that all right. That goes with that goes with the theory. Yeah. Well, I guess what you guys can learn from this at home would be if you're a young guy in mm-hmm. high school or college, like be a little self-deprecating when yeah. you're reaching out to the ladies. They appreciate that. Um, you know, still have not saying don't have confidence. Confidence is right. is a, definitely a positive attribute. But then um, once you're an adult, 
like then really show your confidence. Yeah, I think own, who doesn't like stuff. a little self-deprecation in a person, yes. you know? I even like that. I like that as an adult. So, yeah. Someone that's nobody likes no matter how successful you are, nobody likes somebody that's so braggy, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't trust people that don't do a little bit of self-deprecation. Yeah. I agree. Before we move on, we would like to thank one of the sponsors of this episode. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Start building your website today at squarespace.com. Enter the offer code SINGLE at checkout, and you're going to get 10% off of your first purchase. Angela, we use our Squarespace website for literally everything. Yeah, I think it's uh, no secret we are big fans of Squarespace. We use it for... Uh, to get our listener questions, we created mm-hmm. this contact page where you can just email us on the page and then it comes directly to our Gmail account. It's like magic. It is. We also use it for a newsletter that Angela Angela creates our newsletter. I do. If you don't like it, it's me to blame. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, I help her write it, but she's really the mastermind behind it. I mean, we both find the, the gifts that we put in it. Yeah, we do. And... I figured out that I could create this little, I don't know, widget, I guess you would call it, on our website for people to sign up for our newsletter. Yeah. And there's also a gallery with all of our pictures. Yes. If you oh. ever want to see pictures from our events, we'll put them up. I did. Some I put point. some from our book reading on there recently. And we, what else do we have? We have an events part of our website. We, By the time you listen to this, we might have already been at South by Southwest. But if you're listening to this right when it comes out, we're going to be at South by Southwest March 10th mm-hmm. at 8 p.m. at the North Door in Austin, Texas. And I put all of that info on our website. Yeah. So if you ever have an event for something, the easiest way to like let people know is by having a Squarespace website, I would say, because any Squarespace website you're going to look at, they're all, they look like they're professionally designed regardless of your skill level. You don't need to code, which is a big plus. Uh, It's very intuitive and easy to use and you get a free domain if you sign up for a year. Yeah. So go over, go over, start your free trial site today at squarespace.com. Make sure you use our offer code SINGLE and you're going to get 10% off. You're welcome. Squarespace. Build it beautiful. We would also like to thank our sponsor, Blue Apron. Angela and I, we are big fans of Blue Apron, aren't we? Oh my God. We totally are because Laura and I have been busy ladies lately. We've been jet-setting across the country. We went to Los Angeles for two weeks. If you follow us on Instagram, you saw us Instagram some pictures from our cool Airbnb that I found with our weird artwork on the walls. And while we were there, we had a grocery shop. Oh my God, that was so much fun. uh, But also like... You didn't like it? I mean, you had to like carry the bags home and like... No, it's true. But the one thing that I did like about that... Okay, yes. The grocery shopping, that part was no fun. Mm -hmm. But the thing I did like was cooking with a friend, which I haven't done that in forever. I'm glad that you liked that because it was basically you cooking and preparing and me eating. Yeah, that's true. So it's not as easy as Blue Apron. It's not. We were so happy to get back home and use our Blue Apron. I mean, we got back home and... Nick and Ian, luckily we had some guys that we came back to that like they felt really bad that we had been gone and like on the road eating road food and grocery shopping. Like rock stars. Like rock stars. Yeah. And they were like, oh, do you want to go out to, at least is what Nick said. He's like, do you want to go out to a restaurant? And I was like, no, dude. No, I don't want to go anywhere. I was just gone for two weeks. All I want to do is stay home and cook food and eat yummy, yummy food on the couch, which... I was so happy that I had my blue apron waiting in the fridge. And I'm not even lying about that. I 
it was in the fridge. I was like, thank God. Yeah. And you can freeze that stuff if you ever go away. It's great. Some of it. Some of it. But it's like fresh ingredients. I don't know. You don't want to freeze it too long. I mean, I do it. Don't worry, guys. You can do it. Um, For less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron delivers all fresh ingredients that you need to create home-cooked meals. All you got to do is you follow the step-by-step instructions and all the meals can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. So like, I don't know, just watch a couple TV shows and you'll have cooked your food and eaten it. Yeah. And no matter your dietary preferences, Blue Apron makes it really easy to, to discover and prepare new dishes. Like for example, I've never had creamed kale before, but this week... They're, they're uh, offering creamed kale with, with your seared flank steak and your roasted potatoes. Yum. Yum. Get in my belly. I'm really into the salmon with roasted Brussels sprouts and potato hash this mm. week. It's got this arugula walnut pesto with lemon butter. Like, what? See, and you would never make that if Blue Apron wasn't like sending you the stuff to do it. I know. Uh, the recipes are all between 500 and 700 calories per portion. So it's delicious and it's good for you. And guess what the best part is? What's the best part? Right now, you can get your first two meals for free. For free. Like uh, some guys won't even buy you dinner. They make you split the bill. But Blue Apron's like buying you your food for free. Or forget guys. Girls. <laughs> guys. Whatever. Blue Apron's being a great date. A great date. Whoever asks the person out is the one that should pay. Whatever. That's what I think. But Blue Apron is asking you out and they want to pay for you. And all you got to do is go to blueapron.com slash single. Blue Apron. A better way. No, no. I thought we were going to say our our code again in case they missed it. Okay. Well, the code's single. Let's try this again. (laughs) Okay. Blue Blue Apron. Apron, A better better way to cook. cook. Now let's get back to the show. All right, we are going to jump into the mailbox. Angela, what's going on in our mailbox? We have an email from M, mysteriously named M. All right. She writes, I met this guy over Tinder and it seemed like we clicked. We had planned to meet each other on several occasions, but each time something came up. We still kept talking, even though it was hard to meet each other. And then he got a girlfriend. So like every sensible girl, she cut him out of her life. And then months later, he reached back out to her to see how she was doing and says uh, he wishes he was still single and he wants to see her, but doesn't want to cheat on his girlfriend. So this is the plan he came up with. He said um, he's willing to leave his girlfriend if they hit it off. So this guy contacted her and was like, let's hang out and like see what happens. And maybe I'll meet up with my girlfriend or break up with my girlfriend. Um, So yeah, M M says her inner good girl is screaming no. But she's also leaning towards yellow. Yeah, I like that she's like, man, go screaming, no, danger ahead. It's like, yes. <laughs> right. Um, so she wants to know what she should do. Should she get into some risky business or should she let him go? Ooh. Ooh. Hillary, what do you think? Let him go. Because he's going to do it to her. That's right. what I said. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's I like think- once a cheater, always a cheater. Yeah. You don't want somebody that's always looking around the, the corner for like the next and you would always be thing. worried about it even if he didn't do it you would always be worried about it and that's just being paranoid like that we all know people who have like looked through their significant others email and found bad things and you just don't want to ever feel like if i open right. his email there's gonna be something bad in there yeah yeah plus like even if he isn't like a serial cheater he just sounds immature yeah yeah like, grow up yeah and then also, what's he so if he doesn't like this girl that he's dating, like, what's he so scared of? Like, he has to jump from one person to another person. Like, be single for a minute, dude. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I like that he's like, I'll leave. Like, 
Also, I'll leave her if you say yes. Like, he's so, yeah, he's so scared to be single. Like, if you're even questioning this girl that you're with, then you probably should break up because yeah. you're not 100% sure about your relationship. Right. And that's a separate issue. That's a separate issue. Yeah, exactly. No matter what happens with M, he should definitely not be with that girl. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know. Because at first I was kind of going back and forth where I was like, I don't know. I mean, maybe you hear those stories where like you do it, hear start, those stories. it started off not in the perfect scenario and like now they're married and they're so happy and they've got kids, blah, blah, blah. He'll want her more though if she says like, hey, look, I'm really into you, but I'm not going to date a guy who has a girlfriend, even if you're not happy. So 100%. call me, email me, whatever, when you're done with her. Like, right. I kind of feel like then that guy is still thinking about her. And he'll yeah. respect her more if if she does exactly that. And he'll know that if they do start dating in the future, he knows he can't fuck around. Right. So our consensus is give him a chance if he breaks up with her first. None and, of this, like, yeah. Dabbling. And YOLO goes the other way, too, because it's like treat yourself right. You know, yeah. like you only live once, so treat yourself right. And it's not right to be in that situation where the guy is going to be on date one judging her between another girl. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. All right. What else we got in the mailbox? Okay. We have another one from A. Um, A. Lots, I know. Lots of initials this week. Um, <laughs> People so are being she, so secretive. I know. You guys, we're not going to tell anyone your secrets. Just everyone that We're just going to tell like, yeah, thousands of people <laughs> to listen your name. Okay. <laughs> no big deal. So A says she is 22 and has been single for six months now after a two-year relationship. After a few weeks, she met a guy named, quote, James. That's an alias also on OkCupid. Um she was the one who initiated the conversation. Three days later, she asked him why he hadn't kissed her yet. Uh, he revealed that he was really nervous because he's never slept with a woman and has only ever kissed two women in his life. He's 23 years old. Uh, she decided to look past it because she likes so much about him. But then when she kissed him, it was awful. She says it was Aww. it was easily the worst kiss of her life. Oh, poor guy. Um, she tried to talk him through it and even show him how she liked to be kissed, but it didn't Aww. get any better. She wants to know if we think she should continue seeing him and see if it will improve or break it off and find someone who knows what they're doing. Um, and if she does end things with him, how should she go about it without hurting his feelings? Okay, so she's 22. So she's... Yes. I mean, how much? How many people has she kissed? I don't know. I know. I mean, there's like no number. There's no quota that you have to hit, right? And he's only twenty three. Isn't that old? Right. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, like two girls is that's not crazy. No. Maybe he's just a bad kisser. He could have kissed like a million people and still be a bad kisser. So she what if she's get a to... bad kisser? Oh. Yeah. Um. What do you think? You know, I have to say, and I'm older than you ladies, uh, I was single for a long time. And whenever I had a kind of physical issue with a guy and there's been a variety of what that means, it never, ever improved. It never, you know, it was just something that like, even when a guy had all these things wrong with him, you automatically had that chemistry. And it's really hard to fix that part of it. Mm. yeah well yeah chemistry he could be the nicest guy in the world but if you don't have chemistry it's yeah and maybe it's fake that maybe yeah maybe he's not a bad kisser maybe it's just the compatibility yeah and i totally think that's true because i've I've hooked up with guys before where somebody was like oh my god i hooked up with him and he was like and it was so gross (laughs) and i was like i don't think it's that bad (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah, totally you know maybe certain like things fit like a little puzzle piece right like some people like a little more tongue yeah some people (laughs) like when you like lick their whole face right (laughs) and also like maybe he had had like some drinks because he was nervous and then maybe he was kind of and she was not at that place you know you never know but it still should 
probably feel better than that. Yeah, I agree. So, sorry, girlfriend. I think you should move on. Yeah. And how does she let him down easily? That was her other question. Oh. I mean, don't tell him he's a bad yes, kisser. Yeah, I that will yes, fuck no, him up for yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't give him a complex, please. Yeah, no, definitely don't tell him he's a bad kisser. I would just say, like, she's not feeling it. Like, yeah, like, he's a really nice guy, but there's no chemistry. She, she sees him more as friends, right? That's the good go-to. Uh, it's I a, mean, don't say It's friends. a go-to for a reason, no? You don't think so? No. I always would say I'm not over my ex. Like, oh, you know, she just got out of a two-year relationship. And you're just saying, like, And that's right on with our reason of the week. Yeah. You're not over your ex. Hey, right on topic. That is a good one. That yeah, is a good one. that is a good one. Yeah, and it's probably might be true. Could years. be true. She's <laughs> not over her ex's kissing because yeah. it was better. Mm-hmm. Apparently, allegedly. allegedly. All right. A and M. We hope we helped you out. If you guys want your listener questions answered in an upcoming episode, you can email us at contact at this is why you're single show dot com. We read every email. You can find everything on our website too. This is why you're single show dot com. Now let's dive into the reason of the week. <laughs> What's this week's reason, girl? This week's reason, like we said, is you can't get over your ex. Yes. This is an issue I think every person has faced at one point, right? Yeah, because if you're really into the person you were dating, then nobody's going to like hold a candle. You're yes. going to compare everybody to him. We like to say and- it takes it takes time. It takes a different amount of time for everybody. However, if there's a different president in office except right now if you're in election season this is different <laughs> but normally if there's another president in office or a different cast of snl it's probably time for you to move on to move on yeah um i am a big advocate of unfriending people on facebook i know that sounds smart. harsh no, but smart. it's sometimes the only way because if you if you have like them popping up in your newsfeed every day because everybody goes on facebook like every day multiple times a day yeah. so if you're seeing them every day multiple times a day it's really hard to get over yes unsnap their snapchat snap their chat unwind their vine <laughs> do all of it and to me i would always think about my ex on their worst day and then imagine that somebody else has to deal with that yeah and that's a really good one. Ooh, that is a yeah. good one yeah yeah imagine their worst day and picture that every day i mean that's like who wants to deal with that and yeah. i will say that you know an ex holding you back doesn't necessarily mean that you wanted to still be with them or that they broke up with you yeah yeah so so often it's like even if you broke up with somebody it's like they can really be holding you back for whatever reason what you know you learned in that relationship what you didn't learn in that relationship sometimes i think that they're more impactful than you realize you only just think of yourself being dumped and that keeping you from meeting the next person yeah but, I think even a positive relationship and one you ended can. And you can learn something from every relationship. Yeah. I feel like I have. Yeah. What have you learned? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like from every breakup, actually, I've learned something about myself because it's a blow to your confidence. Then you have to like build yourself back up. So yeah, I think I just learned a little bit about myself. I know what I like about myself. Well, you're going to, well, I guess we're, we're going to get into it when we play our game at the end. But one of the quotes was from one of my exes when we were breaking up. And he was basically like, Laura, like, stop, talk, stop reaching out to me. We're broken up. What don't you understand? We'll get to that later, though. Um, on that note, it is time for our reason of the week breakdown. It 
is time for our Reason of the Week breakdown. Okay, Hillary, we are going to play a game with you called One of Our Ex-Boyfriends or A Famous Lunatic. <laughs> we are going to read you a quote and you tell us if you think it was one of our ex-boyfriends or if it was a famous lunatic who said the quote. Okay? okay I'm ready. All right. You ready? I'm going to get right. our game show noises ready. Yeah, we need like sound effects for okay. this for sure. All right. You go first. Okay. These are all real. Keep in mind. First quote. I should have gone to college and gone into real estate and got myself an aquarium. That's what I should have done. Was that our ex-boyfriend or famous lunatic? I'm sorry to say, I think it was one of your ex-boyfriends. It was actually Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh my god! Yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. that doesn't sound, like make it sound like I seem like you've dated great guys. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> or there's just a fine line. Yeah, um, that was yeah, the cannibal guy. Jeffrey Dahmer was a cannibal who who admitted he should have just gotten an aquarium and worked in real estate rather than eat people. Okay. <laughs> next, next, next quote. I f- okay, next quote. I feel like you go between being vulnerable and honest and wanting me to take care of you, and then flipping to wanting to stick it to me for something that I'm not sure what I did wrong. Let's try again tomorrow. I guess I maybe I've dated terrible guys. This also sounds like it's probably somebody you dated. <laughs> okay, yeah, good. That was, correct. That was one of my ex-boyfriends. <laughs> I just been, I've been through so many breakups. I just feel like these are all gonna sound like yeah. <laughs> yeah. that. That last one was hard to like. I feel like yeah. we've all heard that one. Yeah, gave me uh, like goosebumps. Um, okay, from the world of darkness, I did lose demons and devils in the power of scorpions to torment. <laughs> lunatic or ex-boyfriend? Oh, please say lunatic. Please say lunatic. <laughs> Okay, okay. Ding, ding, ding. It was Charles Manson. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Uh, I'm shocked that's not one of our boyfriends. Who, for, sure, so, yeah. for some sh- people, he's both. I'm sure. He's yeah, that's true. You're right. That's a good point. It yes. would be hard to play this game if one of us had actually dated a serial killer. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like a lot of our exes have said something similar to that. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you don't know if you've dated a serial killer because you're not in touch with a lot of your exes. So. That's right. I oh mean, maybe that's, what that's why they don't have any social media presence. Yeah. Because it would be really easy to get arrested. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is scary i'm just gonna believe that that's what's going on <laughs> and then you'll feel better about the fact that you're not with them you're like yeah I mean, they're all serial killers so i guess it's good we broke up right? yeah like, i'm alive yeah. yeah okay next quote the day you take complete responsibility for yourself the day you stop making any excuses that's the day you start to the top a famous person Okay, <laughs> that was OJ Simpson. Okay, OJ great. Simpson. OJ, yeah. okay, so hot right now. Not yeah, one of, not one of our exes. <laughs> uh, Again, it's LA, so you know, I know yeah, we I have know. a couple of uh, California lunatics on this list. Um, okay, next one. I'm going to be a revolutionary. People will die for my cause. A famous person. Oh. Actually, that's my ex-boyfriend that just got married. Oh, my Enjoy gosh. Him. Wait, that was the revolutionary? That was the revolutionary. Oh, bio. She was yes. like, what, are you gonna, what did you ask him? You were like, oh, what are you going to do well, now? It was like our freshman year of college. Uh, it was when we first started dating. We were talking about like what careers we wanted when we graduated. And he said, oh, I'm going to be revolutionary. People will die for my cause. And he said it drop dead seriously he wasn't joking oh, and i just gosh. like laughed it off and now he's like an accountant <laughs> i mean yeah i think he was for like what? americorps is he really <laughs> okay well he's that's at least um, better yeah, than if he was just people dying for his cause i don't know what his cause i was, hope nobody is dying for his cause if he works for americorps <laughs> i don't know but <laughs> god i really hope maybe so. i really hope not um i i mean that's a that's a big difference between being a freshman in college and being a 27 year old woman that i was like <laughs> you're like okay. so sexy you're so fun 
funny. He's so ambitious. Right. Yeah. You were going to be like the first wife of a yes, revolutionary. I would have been. His, I can't think of like a female counterpart for a red revolutionary. <laughs> who, who, when, you, when you think of all the guys you've ever dated and you think like, what if I had married them and you could just like cut to like that life and like that. Yes. <laughs> it just, it I is just crazy see to see us both wearing berets bunkered down <laughs> yeah. somewhere. It could be more glamorous. I don't know. Revolution. <laughs> yeah. Revolutionary wearing berets. Yeah. I guess if you're like a part of uh, Les Mis, like the French revolution, yeah. maybe. They were waving a big were beret, red flag. Were berets big in the French Revolution, or is that like a no? New thing? I think that came later, but it's just so French. Yeah, you know. All right. <laughs> okay. Next quote. Never thought I'd see you here. Thought you would think you're too good for this. An axe. <gasps> and what were you at? That was actually one that of your. One that of was my, one of Angela's. He messaged exes. me on OK Cupid. <laughs> oh. Thought you would think you're too good for this. Too good to be on OK like, Cupid. And how are you doing? How are things right. with you? I see like, you're doing well. Yeah. Uh, Clearly yeah. emotionally stable. <laughs> but then I think he's like, he's not like a follow up. It was just like, but how are you? <laughs> oh, so. Yeah, so. He, he was he, negging you in the first one. It worked. I answered him and we did meet up. You did? We I didn't did. know that. And then we hooked up and then he, I had broken up with him. Then he messaged me that. Then we hooked up and then he stopped returning my call. Oh, of course. He needed to do that. So, There's always that guy. I was like really mad, but also like I deserve this. I very much deserve this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he also lived with his sister at the time that hated me for breaking up with him. And in the morning, she just like stone faced, like walked by me and didn't acknowledge me. It was pretty horrible. That is better though. I broke up with a guy twice and it didn't feel good. Yeah, no. It just, yeah, it, I would have rather the second time if he, he had broke just up with yes. me. Yeah. yeah, breaking up with people is sometimes far harder than oh getting God, broken up. Oh my God, I know. That's why you just want to drive them to just break up mountain and just have right. them do it. You know, yes. so just be a shitty person and then. That's what I do. Like, I just like yeah. you just stop returning calls or you like don't show up for like big important events yeah, you're, so you're always late yeah. well it's bad when they don't technically have something wrong with them like that's what this break like if oh, they cheat yeah. on you it's like mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna break up with you and i'm gonna feel good about it but if they're just like nice and you're like i can't do this anymore like there there's no chemistry yeah and that wrote in um then it's like i'm just i feel like a bad person yeah 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 there's a couple guys that i broke up with and then they still reach out to me and they're like married now but they'll be like oh hey are you going to like the homecoming mm. game i'm like no <laughs> but i but now I'm, I'm like finally this week i think is when i realize like oh they feel about me right i don't ever think about them like they feel about me the way that like i feel about like my other people loves. Yeah. yeah and i'm like oh that's so depressing life is so unfair it's so unfair yeah. like I realized, wow, the people that I think about, all they don't think about me. Just I remember I some guy, guy at work sometime being like, I was like, I was so unpopular in high school and no guys were interested in me. And he was like, yeah, they were. You just don't even know who they are or think about them. Yes. And they remember every detail. And they were like, they jerked off to you so many times. I was like, gross, <laughs> uh, gross. And he was like, it's true. You just don't remember them. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I know it's so I sad. Hope that's true. I hope we all have somebody that jerked off to us I in know. high school. I <laughs> hope so. I wish that yeah. for everyone. I really do. I, I, I hope a million guys jerked off to me yeah. yeah and if they did i would i would t- say thank you thank you for thinking about me and sending good thoughts <laughs> i know sending and good then maybe thoughts. in their dreams they had the confidence to like jerk off to you even yes. though you weren't like you know i wasn't a cheerleader i grew up right. in texas you know but yeah. maybe they thought they had to like those girls but yeah. then secretly the debate nerd the mock trial champion you know mm-hmm. oh, i was all up on model united nations that was like that was debate it's like super hot yeah super hot. <laughs> i was all over that <laughs> i did the musicals oh. was that is that hot i don't know it was like if a guy <laughs> 
if a guy was like Russia and he like won the MUN debate, I was like, oh my god, I want to hook up with Russia. Yeah. Oh, I know this. I we didn't have Model UN, but I've heard a lot about it. And yeah. Those were just like big like nerd hookups. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. You go to conferences and like you meet like especially like when like a far away boy. Yeah. yeah. Or like they're all like different rooms. So, like Russia could ho- hook up with like another Russia from another school. It was like oh. a whole thing. That's sexy. Okay. What's your next quote? Um, I think gonna bump down okay all right oh this is a great one this is a great one i think apologizing is a great thing but you have to be wrong i will absolutely apologize sometime in the hopefully distant future if i'm ever wrong i mean lunatic or boyfriend boyfriend is it please tell me no Okay, good. Okay. Donald Trump. Oh, okay, good. Right? I mean, good. Doesn't that sound like yeah. Him? yeah. He's a lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> good. <laughs> okay, next one. Sorry, sorry, haven't talked to you this week. It's been crazy. Things will slow down a little, but it's just been nuts. Hope all is well. I'll give you a call soon. Um, I mean, I guess you've hooked up with a famous person. I remember for your bio. So maybe this is a trick question, but a uh, boyfriend. <laughs> Yes, Correct. and he definitely never called. <laughs> I'll call you again soon. <laughs> never happens, right? Never we're happens. So, we're but then, it, you know what? I used to be mad about that, and then I'm like, isn't it good that they never call? Totally. Yeah, because what was going to happen if they called? Nothing. Right. It would have dragged on longer. Yeah. Yeah. He was doing you a favor. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for not calling me when your life is so busy and so nuts. <laughs> we'll just call guys who never called us back right now. <laughs> yeah. That would make for a great episode. We'll yeah, maybe we'll do that in, in an upcoming episode. I still yeah. don't even know if, like, married, I have enough confidence to do that. Like, yeah. hey. <laughs> maybe we could all, like, swap phones and call each other's. I would yeah, do that. I would maybe. be so happy to call yours and pretend I'm you. <laughs> right. Or just prank them. Yeah. We could just be like, eh, did you order pizza? That's just as gratifying, I think. <laughs> um... <laughs> All right, let's go to the next quote. Uh, Hello from the gutters of NYC, which are filled with dog manure, vomit, stale wine, urine, and blood. End quote. Famous person? Yes, son of Sam. Oh, okay. From Queens. Hey, guys. It's my my town. Nice. (laughs) You're so proud. Jewish boy. I love your Jewish boy. You're so proud of, like, son of Sam being from your hometown. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, the last quote. Is this a lunatic or is this one of our ex-boyfriends? Laura, I'm worried that you are not respecting the fact that we are broken up. I'm sorry that things didn't work out with us. I wanted to and still want to stay friends, but we are not in a relationship and you can't expect me to talk to you every day. Is that an ex-boyfriend or a lunatic? Uh, mm. uh, lunatic. <laughs> For sure a lunatic. Exactly. Just knows yeah, that. he well, he was a lunatic, so I guess I should change that to a win. That's right. That, he's a lunatic slash. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid jerk. Well, you did really good at that game. Hillary. Yeah, you were really good. Except I kept saying famous person. I'm sorry I ruined your game. But lunatic. No. A famous lunatic. It is. is it I was. Meant. It was famous, famous lunatic. lunatic. Yeah. So that okay. was, yes. Okay. Yeah. That was. You you, were good. And, and you got a bunch right. I We, are, well we didn't keep track. I don't have a prize, but. I think that was you'd win it. It was an A. Thank you. Um, you. We we hope we cleared up this week's reason. That's it for this week's podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much. You can follow her on Twitter at Hillary Winston with one L. (laughs) Check out her show when it's out. Buy her book. My boyfriend wrote a book about me. Any other plugs? (laughs) I don't think so. I think you covered it. Um, Well, thank you guys for listening. That's it for this week's podcast. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. 
That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>